back i am eric he is paul we are mary and this is the fat packs podcast brought to you by wayne enterprises what's up paul saw dude saw man how hey, you why doing? can't i be jolly we were jolly last week now oh, we're married i like jolly better i like jolly i mean jolly is jolly, like it's yeah, yeah it's more like of what we are jelly you know yeah whole thing. but we i don't i'm trying to switch it up okay all right let's all bring right. in new things there's, there's something about mary there is something right. about Mary. So, okay. I'm right. Mary. It's almost it's Christmas. <laughs> it's the Christmas season. We are in. We are actually in 24 days of giving. Is what we did. We just wrapped up the um, awesome Ultra Pro 24 12 days of Ultra Pro. Man, they hit a home run there. They sure did. Um, I hope you guys. We we got our we got our boxes. Uh, and it was like I said. If you didn't see it on Twitter, it's more geared towards gaming and Funkos and stuff like that and comics. Right, right. But uh, if your boxes are anything like what we got on the card side, you guys are doing good. I, I can't wait to see those photos as they start rolling in of uh, what what uh, Frank sent you guys out because uh, he, he does a good job. He does a real good job. And now we're in the middle of the 12 days of uh, – I'm sorry, we'll call it Fat Packs 12 Days of Christmas is what we'll call yep, it. Yep. So we got 12 boxes uh, that back there for us to, to select from. For the next uh, eleven days, eleven days. Yeah, 11 days. days yep. well, first, first contest was uh, or first giveaway was up yesterday, and it'll end at, at some point later today, Thursday the tw- uh, the fourteenth, and we'll start another one. Uh, first box of cards. Yeah, what are you giving away first? Team Canada, uh, team Upper Deck 2017, 18 Team Canada. Okay. Exclusive only to Canada. Only to Canada. So uh, we have three boxes of that that we got to give away. Okay, that's got some autos in it, right? I, uh, I believe it does. You okay. get a good chance of pulling. Uh, well, it's kind of like Team Canada Juniors. Okay. But this is, uh, you know, more your big name guys. Ah, uh, gotcha. Awesome. Gotcha. Good Speaking, deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna short sell you here. I'm not, I'm not gonna try to steal all your thunder because I know you got new products right there in front of you, but. A new product that came out evidently this week that I was not aware of, right? Uh, because because it, it's Canadian only and we don't see those lists, right? Right. Was uh, Parkhurst Parkhurst Hockey 2017-18 Parkhurst Hockey only available at Walmart? I was gonna Canada. say, is that a retail yeah, deal? Yeah, okay. Um, only available at Walmart in Canada. In Canada, man, narrow. Yeah. Uh, so crack now if you're listening. If you can get over there and uh, get a couple boxes, get a couple send them down, send we'll them down this them. way. Yeah, we'll break them. Yeah. For the people, be awesome. not for us. For the people, for the people. Yeah, definitely for the people. Doing it for the people. But what else you got on your on your new products list, man? Dude, man, I got it's like uh, 
it's like Christmas come early, man. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Okay. So let's start with uh, what's already out, okay? Because this is Thursday. So we'll talk about stuff that dropped yesterday. Uh, Seventeen, eighteen, Panini, totally certified basketball. Okay. Basketball's on fire this year. I don't. I don't. I think they could just print a basketball on a card, <laughs> and they would probably sell it. Um, such a great rookie class. This is uh, again uh, no slouch here. Ninety-five to hundred dollars a box. Okay. Uh, one auto, one mem. Eight cards per or eight packs, five cards per pack. Cool design. Definitely a totally totally certified, totally cool design. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm digging it for sure. Uh, check that out. We should be opening that soon on camera for you guys as well. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Tops uh, came out with a Star War, uh, two Star Wars products. We'll talk about this one first. The high-tech product is out. Okay. Which I know a lot of people like. Um, one pack, eight cards per pack, but you're getting that guaranteed auto. I saw Cracknell trying to... Uh track down all the different patterns yeah there's a ton of and patterns. he was having like a 40 hard time yeah. crazy yeah um but they run about 60 bucks a box okay. so um obviously this is star wars week i am going in like 12 hours to see the movie okay pretty excited about that we'll talk about that later all right and um coming out on friday is a uh, star Wars from tops uh, star wars last jedi is coming out they're going to run 75 to 80 dollars a box uh, more standard type box 24 packs eight cards per pack you're going to get an auto or a sketch card in there. But, man, the auto checklist is awesome. They've got dual. They've got uh, triple autos. They've got some medallions in there. They've got some uh, six-person autos. Um, stuff looks very, very cool. So just in time for the movie to drop. So that's awesome. Um, also coming out on Friday is the 2017 Bowman Chrome Baseball Mini Factory Set. Mini. Mini. Okay. The, the little one. The little ones. Um, but brings a punch, man. They're running about two twenty a set. Okay, you're gonna get okay. two hundred and seventy three cards, like the base, the regular cards that you would get in the set. But here's the kicker: you're getting three ten card pack, ten card refractor packs. Okay. So that's where you're getting. That's where the value is gonna sneak in on you there. So you're gonna get thirty cards, uh, anywhere ranging from like you know at number to two ninety nine down to number to one. There's printing plates. There's there's all kinds of stuff that the rainbow chasers will be uh, thrilled about trying to get a hold of. So uh, that drops on Friday, and you know last year I did a whole thing where you need to save your pennies and your dollars and, and whatnot. And I don't know how many of you did to get tops transcendence. Okay. Um, that drops on Friday. If you remember this product from last year. It is, um, I hope you guys are sitting down, it's $27,000 mm. per box or per case. It's a okay. one-box case. So $27,000. You know, last year they had the- You bought uh, one, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I remember speaking to guys trying to figure out ways how to break this. Oh, right, right, and right. They, yeah. they figured it out. They you did. know, it happened. And uh, they had the uh, VIP party last year with Chris Bryant in Las Vegas. This year, I'm not. I'm maybe it's just me. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I. I haven't even talked to you about this, but right. The vi the VIP thing this this year is a is a meet and greet with uh, Hank Aaron. Yes, it doesn't move the needle for me. Okay. It, I mean, I'm not an old head. I guess for older collectors, it, it would do something. I I respect who he is and the right, right, right. sports and everything, but I I think at twenty seven thousand dollars a product. They probably could have pulled some more money out of their pocket and brought Connor, like Connor McGregor or somebody like that. Well, but here's the deal with that: the guys that can that that quote unquote, and, and typically I'm stereotyping, <laughs> but that can afford a twenty seven thousand dollar product sure. are probably the guys that watched Hank Aaron play I, I, or know I, I a little bit more that. about Hank Aaron. That so makes that, sense. That's more appealing to them rather than 
you know, a 20 year old who probably just doesn't understand the history and the legacy that he's left on the, on the, yeah. on, on baseball and in the hobby. So I think that might be where they went. Now I say all that they went back to 1987 okay. and they did the design for okay. 1987 for, for most of these cars. 87 tops. Now, 87 now tops. I'm back in. Now, now you're back in. All right, now you're back you've drugged me all right. back in. All right. So basically there's just a ton of stuff. I can't even read it all. Um, but you're going to get 50 autos. You're going to get, um, uh, let's see, every auto is going to be under numbered to 25 or less. Uh, you're going to get a one of one Aaron Judge, a one of one cut signature, one of one transcendent moments sketch card, um, an oversized uh, signature cut signature card, the Hank Aaron experience. Um, it, it just goes on and on and on the amount of stuff. And then I just want to read just a few okay. of the list of people that you can possibly get in here. Um, and it's, it's just wild, man. Like, they've got people from, you know, your Hannes Wagner, Jackie Robinson autos, right? To Judy Garland, Jackie Gleason, LBJ is in the set. Uh, Whitney Houston made the set this year. <laughs> okay. Uh, Orson, Orson Wells, which I thought was a kind of cool I'm one. I'm going to need a Whitney Houston 87 Tops design. <laughs> there you <laughs> that's, go. That's what I'm going to need. Uh, Jacqueline Kennedy made it. Okay, Jackie. Yeah, yeah she made it. Uh, Connie Mack, Fred Astaire, Harry Truman, Nat King Cole. Uh, I said I wouldn't read them all, but it, you just want to because you start going through this list and it's just awesome. Jesse Owens, um, Gene Wilder, Satchel Paige, Ted Williams. Um, there's just so many people. Uh, uh, George W. Bush, Walter Payton's in here, um, Roy Capanella, uh, Kirby Puckett, Harry Carey, Bob Hope even made the list. Harry Carey. Harry Carey, Bob Hope, gotta love it. And John Quincy Adams, man, you gotta love when they put the uh, the old presidents, the old presidents in there. It's good stuff. But yeah, just a who's who of everybody. Um, if it's if it's your cup of tea, go for it, man. Go Harry for Carey. It. Harry Carey. It's very hard for me right now to not do a Harry Carey impersonation. It is. We've been yeah, you've done them before, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I, so my head started shaking as soon as you just yeah. it just started. <laughs> It started shaking, and this, I know this is bad radio because you, you, you can't, can't see, see his head it. shaking. But it my head started funny. shaking. I was like, "Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, oh, hey!" Six of my friends walked in, and they're all named Bud. You know, it's, just, <laughs> it's very hard for me to not do a Harry Carey impersonation when you say. At his least name. I didn't talk about Wilt Chamberlain. So oh yeah, <laughs> or Lucille Ball. Anyway, Lucille I can go Ball. on. Ricky. Awesome product. Please check it out. I know they're. I know the breakers are breaking it um, out there. Get yourself in the break. Just get a card. Yeah, you know, that's what you know. If they're the, you know, I, I still want to get a card from last year's. I still haven't owned a, a card from last year's stuff, but I want to do that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun product to watch. Come awesome. Out. So watch for that on Friday. Awesome. All right. Awesome, awesome. All right. New products. That was you. I got new pricing. What do you got? Uh, first, first off, uh, 2017, 18 black diamond that is up and priced, and you can go find. Your Clayton Kellers, your uh, Charlie McAvoy's, your uh, Brock Bogier, Uh You can get them all. Just go get them all because uh, it's a nice product, man. Is it like Pokemon? You got to catch them all? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not like that. And we okay, probably shouldn't like that mention that Upper Deck and Pokemon in together in the same breath. Probably not. But <laughs> so, uh, go get that. It's a fun. It's pretty. I like it. it. I I called it pretty. I did. You did. And I like it a lot. So there, there's that. Uh, all right. So Tops Five Star is done. Okay. Uh, what is this? Uh, Luminaries is done. Okay. So my man Brian over there working hard. Uh, Don Russ basketball is done. 
Jason Tatum having a great rookie season. There's not a rookie that's not having a good rookie season except for LeVar Ball. Uh, uh. Arrow, season four is done. And new this morning, uh, Panini Ascension basketball is done. And by tomorrow, okay. National Treasures Racing. Na- National Treasures Racing. Yes. That was fun. Just throwing it out there for you. We we did we did a break of that. Yeah, like our first five cards were autographs. Yeah, yeah. And I watched the video back, and somebody said, uh, "You never see him pull the cards." I'm like, "Well, you saw us pull them all out of the box and lay them down." Right. But I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what to do with people who don't like us, who don't wear collared shirts when we do breaks. That's um, okay. So it's all good. It's, it's all good. Feed them the mustard. Yeah, feed them the mustard. Um. I guess that's about it for new products and pricing. So let's set up the show. Uh, Our first interview guest is Melina Myers. You might know her if you've been in a break room with her. Uh, You might know her if you know anything about uh, USA Today or uh, Panini Panini Photography. But she's uh, joining us. Talking about sports photography, she she is uh, an alumni of F- FSU. She also is a uh, she's on the faculty at FSU, so she's got great stories about Florida State, and she's got great stories about uh, uh, what it is working like what what it's like working on a sideline uh, in the NFL, right? And not getting trucked by people. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, a lot of fun stuff like that. And then after that. We're going to come back with our in-studio guest, our very own Matt Bible. You might know him as English Scholar if you follow him on uh, social media. He's like a one-of-one here. He is a one-of-one. We haven't mentioned him much lately, but I know in the past we have, and he's just, he does it all. He is really heavy into, uh, he is your non-sport guy, right? So anything that's associated with the non-sports here at Beckett, he is is squarely behind it. And uh, today, Thursday, is Star Wars release day. That's what they told me, right? That somebody said Star Wars was coming out today. So um, he's going to come over and we're going to talk Star Wars collectibles. So we're going to go right from the NFL and Florida State taking pictures right into Star Wars. Uh, so if you guys don't want to listen to that, would you be dumb not to? Because <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm going to watch Paul. I'm going to watch two grown men geek out over Star Wars. Maybe I'll videotape it or put it up on Periscope. Less than 12 hours, I'll be there. Less than 12. See, Paul's counting down already. I am. He's counting down 11 already. hours, 50 minutes. There you go. So uh, that's kind of that's our next interview. And then we'll uh, end it with our uh, something we promised last week. We're going to, Beckett Whatevs, we're going to power rank our top three Christmas songs. And uh, we might get Matt to stick around for that. Maybe. Maybe if he can. For Christmas songs? For Christmas songs. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. In a lot, in a lot of ways. I, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so uh, we're going to be right back after this quick break with Melina Myers. Hey, guys, Jeff S. with TopShelfBreaks.com, and you're right now listening to the Fat Packs with Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that first break, and uh, joining us, as promised, is the very talented um, Melina Myers. She's, I've seen her work on, on Facebook. Uh, she is a Florida State alum and works at florida state i believe and she also does a little work for the nfl and panini so oh, i thought she was eminem <laughs> Darn. Oh, i'm not disappointed but a little bit maybe. sorry that slim bit. shady is not joining us on the good. show this morning uh melina how are you doing this morning doing great thanks for having me on awesome thank you for uh making this happen on short notice um i'm sorry to have bothered you during your little vacation time i i, I didn't know that you were on vacation but uh thank you for making time for us during that uh back home rested i hope um so please yeah, tell us yeah, the, go ahead 
vacation doesn't start till next week, so oh, okay. that's okay. All right, okay. <laughs> um, please tell us a little bit about yourself, and who you are, and what you do. Sure, yeah. My name is Melina Myers. I am a faculty member at FSU. I teach in the computer science department, so have a couple hundred students each term, and I also happen to be a sports photographer for USA Today and Panini America. There you go. Man, that's a great job. That's a good job if you can get it, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you get to be around uh, Florida State, one of the most winning cu- cultures around, right? Very true. Sorry about your loss with Jimbo Fisher. And then you get to take pictures for USA Today and Panini America. That's pretty sweet. How, how did yeah, you... it's, been, it's been quite a uh, quite a gig. and It's been, definitely been blessed to have been able to go to school there and now still be in the area teaching and stay around the uh, – football program and all the other sports in the area and keep taking photos so it's been a really really nice ride that's awesome so like how did how did you get into sports and how did you get into photography and how did you meld them all together to kind of say hey this is what i want to do with my life uh i've always been a football fan um since i was like five years old when the jaguars started in 95 um, my dad kept taking me to all the games and really got into the sport and got into all the players and the rules and uh, I was also born in Buffalo, so I'm also a Buffalo Bills fan. Ah. Um, so <laughs> between those two teams, I had quite a passion for football. Uh, hopefully, and then uh, once I came to college and got to FSU, I got into college football. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a really, really nice journey through there. And after uh, being a Bills and Jags fan <clears throat> through, the, through the 2000s, it was kind of nice to come to FSU and, like you said, see a little bit of that winning culture. <laughs> that winning so hopefully culture. we can... Hopefully we can bring that back to the Bills and Jags are doing great this year. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 been a nice journey through enjoying uh, football for all this time. And photography didn't start for me until uh, 2008, professionally anyway. Um, I've always liked taking pictures, but as far as taking pictures, you know, as a job, uh, 2008 was pretty much the first year I, I started doing that, and it was just kind of natural for me to meld football and and sports with photography and the interesting thing to me is that a a game is never the same so it's Mm. it's a nice thing because you can go to a game and something different is always going to happen Uh, you never know when that big play is going to happen so it was just pretty natural for me to meld the two together that's awesome. She, I and mean, she's so right too. Yeah, she's right. She's uh, so right about that. It's got to be so a, unpredictable. It's got to be a different view. I mean, obviously, clearly, it is a different view seeing it through her lens. Absolutely. So, uh, why don't you tell us about your equipment? What do you, what kind of a camera do you have? What kind of lenses do you have? And how does that translate into the high quality photos that you that you're taking on a on a weekly basis? Yeah, sure. My equipment has evolved uh, since 2008 when I started. I started with a Nikon D300, uh, which is just an entry level pro camera. Uh, in 2008, and now I'm working with a Nikon D5 and two Nikon D3Ss. So I have three camera bodies now. Um, I'm up to five lenses. Uh, my longest one for football is a telephoto that reaches 400 millimeter uh, range. So it's really nice and close when I'm uh, shooting the action plays to try to get as zoomed in as possible. But it just depends kind of on the situation, which lens I'm going to bring out, whether it's daytime, nighttime. If it's raining, I gotta be concerned about covering up the gear and making sure I don't uh, get any water on that expensive gear. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, you have wide-angle lenses and uh, some mid-range lenses too. So it just kind of depends on the day which ones I bring out there. But I'm definitely a Nikon uh, consumer and definitely a uh, uh, proponent of their gear because they've their 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 cameras have really treated me well in the past and. The photographers on the field always joke uh, if they're shooting Canon or if they're shooting a different brand. 
Uh, it's just kind of always a uh, little inside joke between photographers on the field. Um, you know, if you're in the Nikon crew or if you're the, in the Canon crew. I never understood that until my wife is also a photographer and she's done, she does weddings, which clearly weddings and football games are, are two different worlds, right? But <laughs> sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a collision <laughs> yeah, of sorts. You yeah. Know? But she is a Nikon girl too. So she's like, She'll go to she'll go to conventions or whatever, or uh, you know she'll meet some of her friends who use cannons, and it, it's a very clickish thing. I didn't understand how uh, how cameras could be that way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much like uh, if you're in the Windows or the Mac crew, you know, are you yeah. Nikon or yeah. Canon? <laughs> that makes sense. That is a that is a very good comparison. That makes sense. It's kind of like the uh, the tops or Panini, right? Right. You know what I mean. Right, so right. Which one do you yeah. like? So. Segway. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Panini, how did how did you get in the cards? Like, how did where did that come from? Was that when you were like a little kid, just recently? And then how did that uh, evolve into working at Panini? Yeah, so I, actually a little bit of both. When I was started to enjoy football as a kid, I obviously gravitated towards trading cards, like those '90s uh, cards that you'd just buy in the store. And so I have a whole stash of '90s cards that I enjoyed when I was a kid, and then kind of forgot about them for a while. And then uh, once 2000. 10 or 11 hit, I started working for a wire service, which is USA Today. And basically what that is, is uh, wire services like AP, Getty, USA Today, essentially hire out photographers and then companies uh, buy in as a subscription to that service. So any company that has a subscription to a wire service can then use whatever photos that that wire produces. Hmm. Uh, So Panini actually is a client of USA Today. And they uh, pulled one of my images at one point for use on a trading card. And at that point, I had no idea what Panini America was. Okay. It was a sandwich company downloading my <laughs> So I looked into it a little bit, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is, this is the, the future of NFL trading cards. Like, this is what it's become. So I started to look into it a little bit more and really enjoyed the art on the card and really liked the ones that are autographed. Uh, and so I made it a mission to collect all the cards that have my pictures on them. Um, and that's pretty much how uh, it's evolved uh, as far as being able to work with Panini. But um, they they uh, pulled one of my pictures at that one point from USA Today. And then as far as working directly for them, I actually just shot them an email one day and said, hey, you know, I really like your products. I really enjoy taking pictures. I know you've used some of mine already for some uh, cards. Any chance you guys need a photographer in the Florida area? And I just got lucky enough that they said yes. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Nothing like a little email, you know. Just yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know. So, uh, so what's what was it? What's it like being on the sideline of an NFL game? And first of all, my first thought is, th- all right, this is not a real comparison, but just bear with me. I'm from Texas. Football is a football is a religion here, and I've been on the sidelines of many of a high school football game. But in the at the NFL, they're obviously much larger, much faster, much. There's a lot more going on. Really, my question is: is how scared how scared were you on your first NFL sideline game? I, I think I was too excited to be scared. Okay, that makes sense. That makes now sense. than I was <laughs> during my first game. But yeah, no, I've I've done high school games, I've done college games, and I've done professional games and let me tell you they just get bigger and bigger as you go <laughs> um but you you got to have your head on a swivel and you got to be really really aware of what's happening at all times because 
you're looking at the play through a zoomed lens. Right. So it's very difficult to determine how close those players are getting to you. So normally I uh, err on the side of caution and always try to start backing up immediately if I see something coming my way. But Have you ever been trucked? Um, Have you ever been trucked over? Uh I don't think I've ever been trucked over. Watch, I'm going to get trucked next week. <laughs> <laughs> Way um, to go, Eric. I, I don't think I've ever been run over at a football game. I've, it's come close. Um, I just got hit in the camera with a basketball at a basketball game two weeks ago. Oh, wow. And um, come close in baseball. That's actually my least favorite sport to shoot just because of the, in my opinion, the danger because we shoot basically in foul ball territory. Ah, uh, um, makes sense. So that one can get a little nerve wracking, but as far as football goes, no, I don't think I've uh, I've ever been trucked. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you touched a little bit on like um, who decides on the images, but how many shots do you take in a in a in a typical game? I mean, are you taking a hundred, thousand, ten thousand? Like how many how many shots do you take? I take about two to three thousand pictures per football game, and okay. out of those, maybe. Um, I mean, I mean, definitely a good chunk of them are usable, but as far as how many I would edit and put on a gallery or my portfolio, probably uh, 40 to 60 per game. So out of 3,000 or so, 40 to 60 are the, the ones that are just the best of the bunch that wow. I uh, choose to display. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Three th- yeah. I can't imagine taking 3,000 pictures. 3,000 pictures of anything. But yeah, that's a lot. And then, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty much like you can go back and look at all the images and just replay the entire uh, game. It's almost like a movie. That's sweet. That's cool. Make one of those little flip books. Mm-hmm. Yep. There it goes. So let's get back into the cards. Uh, what sets are your images? What, what was the first set your uh, your image uh, is? I'm sorry. What sets were your images found in first? And then what other sets have you been in? Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I'm honestly not sure on, on the extent of it. At this point now that I work for Panini, I've kind of, taken that goal of collecting every card with my image on and thrown it out the window because there's so many of them oh, okay. that it's so hard to keep track of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I quickly realized that that was not going to be an attainable goal. <laughs> um, but I, my, my pictures have been in Contenders, they've been in Playbook, they've been on National Treasures, uh, plenty of very uh, known card sets. But the first one that they Panini pulled uh, ever from uh, the USA Today Wire was a baseball uh, picture. Oh. I, I can't remember the player who it was. It was a pitcher for Mississippi State. That's all I remember. Um, but they pulled it, I think, for their Diamond Kings inserts in, in uh, one of their card sets for baseball. Nice. Very cool. Diamond Kings. That would have been, well, it could have very well been Diamond Kings. Could have been Diamond Kings, yeah. yeah. Could have been. I have to look up to see who the Mississippi pitchers are that, yeah. <laughs> that have come out recently. <laughs> but uh, that's really cool. Um, so what is, I mean, this is kind of a, a, a silly question, but what's it like when you see that first image um, on a card that, that you've created? And have you actually uh, opened up a, a pack of cards that has your that has one of your cards in it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, um, it was it was really cool to see it. As soon as I knew uh, the first one of my first pictures was on a card, I scoured eBay for hours uh. to find <laughs> it until I could buy it. Um, but now, um, now that I've kind of gotten into collecting a little because of this, I do card breaks uh, with breakers online, and it's really cool when I see them opening packs live and see my cards go by, and I just keep commenting, "That was mine," and "That was mine," and "That was mine." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great feeling to see that you know the hard work that you put in years and years of practice and you know 
money and, and time and all that effort you put in, and then you see that final product of your image being used on something that is in hundreds and thousands of people's homes and that they cherish and collect, it's, it's, a, it's a great feeling. Awesome. I can only imagine, man. That'd be so cool. It would be. It, it would. We'll it, never know, but yeah. it would be cool. It sounds like it'd be cool. <laughs> we, we we had our our first card. Uh, some fans of our show made us a card, and uh, we got to see it for the first time at the national. Yeah, that was. Cool. And then so we had enough to, we could hand out to people who walked by, uh, please, you know, begging for listens and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of cool <laughs> for us to see to see that. But seeing your image come out on uh, in a break, that must be something in and of itself that is uniquely. Well, it is. It's unique to you. You like your oh, I did that, and then this other person is pulling it. That's that's pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, definitely. I've had I've had some other collectors who, uh, you know, if they get the card and they know it's mine, they'll actually just send it to me for my portfolio, and that's been the, the kindest thing. There's so many nice people in the hobby who who are willing to uh, share their their cards with me or trade it to me because they know it, it means a lot to me. So right. It's, it's, right. It's been a really nice journey in collecting and meeting so many people in the hobby. Okay, so let's talk about Florida State now because you you mentioned that you're you're part of the faculty there. Um, you mentioned all that, but you went to school there. So what's it like taking pictures on the sidelines at Florida State, having that that scholastic connection there? And you know, you're you're alum, you work there, but being on a, a Florida State sideline when they're winning must be just an awesome feeling. Yeah, it's definitely an awesome feeling, but the, the hard part is to keep in your mind that work comes first, meaning that even if we're winning or we're losing or whatever, my job is to document whatever's happening. So if there's a big play or there's a bad play for us, I kind of have to, you always have to put your fanship aside and say, hey, you know, I'm here to, my job is to document history. My job is to take these pictures and show the world what happened in this moment. So you kind of have to put put that fandom aside and, and really remember why you're there. But as far as uh, the difference between that and the pros or the difference between that and uh, other settings, FSU's, um, you know, being on the sidelines, very similar to a pro game. Uh, obviously, pros are a little faster and a little bigger, but overall the similarities are there, and uh, it's really not much different as far as uh, shooting in college or in the pros. Can, can you share with us uh, a moment either uh... – professional or on the collegiate level something maybe a moment you got caught up in and you forgot that you were taking that you're supposed to be documenting like a, <laughs> like a championship or a big play or something like that um I'm trying to think there was one recent where um unc last year came in and beat florida state at home and the kicker ran around the field doing the chop Ah, and oh. for about about a split second, I was like, oh. and then I remembered, <laughs> oh wait, I need to take pictures. So I have I have the picture. I did get the shot, <laughs> nice. but but I remember being mad at myself, like, oh, you can't let it get to you. you gotta you gotta do your work first. So <laughs> sounds that like was the, the more recent one I can remember. <laughs> sounds like the sound bite to that would have been a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> listening to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have heard a lot of grumbling and a lot of words I probably can't say on here. But. <laughs> uh, with with Florida State, do you get to travel to bowl games and things like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can if I want. Uh, it's actually, uh, if I were to need a media credential to any sort of bowl games, um, I just get a credential through whatever company I'm working for. But right. uh, I used to do a lot more traveling when I was younger and, and didn't have a full-time job on top of this. But um, no, I definitely could if if I wanted to or if I had the time to. 
Uh, but as far as if I do currently, not as much anymore. Understood. Understandable. Traveling is tough. Uh, me- getting media credentials, that's something that we're, we're just getting into. Paul and I is getting media credentials. And some of those some of those uh, organizations, they're kind of stingy with those, which is, they have to be. They I understand be, it. Yep. I understand it. They don't They don't right. want some fat guys from, from a podcast to, <laughs> to, just to show up. To show up. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, so we don't have room for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting part that I like about our job is we do get to travel so i was just wondering about how you how you felt about it but that's pretty cool that you can if you want to yeah definitely just uh life of a freelancer you pretty much reach out to whatever corporations you work for ask them if they need the event covered and and they'll tell you yes or no um i reached out to usa today and asked if they wanted me to cover the game that's uh, the bowl game in jacksonville the tax slayer bowl i think louisville is playing in that game and uh they said sure so December 30th, I'll be there covering that event. Sweet. So it's pretty much just ask and maybe you shall receive. That's the life of a freelancer. <laughs> it's all about sending those emails and yeah. asking the questions. Because you got to ask the right people. That's awesome. There you go. All right. Well, before we let you go, can you, uh, why don't you tell our listeners how we can, um, how they might be able to order a print or two, uh, where they can do that, and how they can follow you on social media to get the best pictures. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. My uh, website is melinasphotography.com. Okay. And uh, my Twitter handle that you can follow me on is at Melina's Photos. So M-E-L-I-N-A-S Photos. There you go. And that's where you guys can follow me there. I also have an Instagram with the same handle. Um, and, you know, feel free to uh, follow me there, like any pictures or ask any questions. I'm happy to answer. Sweet. Good deal. Now, do you have like a, um, a want list out there or a checklist of cards that you need that maybe we could post for you that maybe some of our listeners could send you some <laughs> cards that you need? I, there's like so that? many at this point now with with my with my pictures that I, I it's so hard to keep track. So hard so to keep pretty track. much just if I ever see one, I'm like, oh, I don't have that one. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Go I got you. It. Good deal. I, let me ask you this: is one follow up. I promise we'll let you go after this. Do you know immediately, like when you see a picture on a card, do you know I did that like immediate? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, I, I keep describing it to people because they they keep asking, how do you possibly know that's yours? Uh, it's it's pretty easy because it's like a face you've seen before. Sure. Um, so it's it's something you saw, you captured, you took, and then you kind of spent some time editing it and sent it off. And then once you see it again, it's like, oh, that that looks familiar. I bet it's mine. And then I'll go back and check. And sure enough. Sure enough. That's awesome. Perfect. All right. We're going to let you go, but I'm going to tell you this on your way out. Uh, I I did a, I Facebook stalked you, and I'm sorry I did that. But uh, there was... <laughs> uh, there was a picture that you took just this last week of, of, of Russell Wilson, and he was looking directly yeah. at the camera. And uh, my my son and my wife are, are are from Seattle, so I'm gonna have to get a hold of you to get a get a copy of that, so they can have it, uh, so my son can have it in his room because uh, he's a, he's a Seahawks fan. It's like I'm, he, it's oh, his the last gleaming I'd, thing. I'd be happy to, to get him a print. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much for that. All right, uh, this. I'm so happy that you were able to join us on short notice. It was uh, great having you on. And uh, you know what? Let's do this again. This was fun. I want to hear about some uh, more shots in the future that you take. Would you be willing to come back another time? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to do it. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, Guys, go check her out on our social media. Go get those prints. And thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a great day. Hi, this is Matt Salmon, host of the Wax Ecstatic Podcast. You are listening to Beckett Radio. And hey, make sure you've got fat packs for everybody. All right, guys. Melina Myers, if you need her. Paul, what do you think about that? 
It was great, man. It was, it was, uh, it was interesting. great, man. It was definitely, um, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun getting a different perspective. You know, we watch football every week on TV. Sure. And it's fun getting that perspective. You know, yeah. she's right there taking 3,000 pictures a, sh- a game. Right. You know, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. So what a cool job. It, it, it's a cool job that I'm glad I don't have. Because I would be scared, honestly, to be sitting on the sidelines. Oh, man. I've been run over before. Have you? Yeah, I was a ball boy back right, in the day. And right. I've, I've been run over by people a lot bigger than me. Yeah. I was a lot smaller then. Right. Yeah, I don't want you to think there's some 8,000-pound <laughs> person out there. But, yeah, and uh, that's fun. Yeah. You know, take your hits to you get up and do it over again. It was, uh, it was a cool interview. Thank you, Melina, for joining us uh, on short notice and making that happen. But now here we are. As, as promised, uh, the English scholar himself. eBay 101. Uh, the eBay 101. Uh, Peter Evans, whatever you want to call him, joining us on the show to talk all things Star Wars collectibles. This is the part where I'm just going to shut up and let you guys talk because it is Star Wars Day. And uh, I'm not, I'm not ready for what's about to happen. But we're gonna, we're gonna make it happen. Matt, what's up, man? How are you doing? Not much, man. I, you know, just the the usual haul of sixty three projects going on simultaneously. How do you do that, man? What, what, like, it's it's really actually it sounds tedious, but it, when I get sick of one project, I can move to the next, and I can do this. Just keep oh, moving. Oh, so he's got that ADD thing going along on along the line. Yeah. You know, if I get if I get bored with one thing, I can move to the next. Okay, and things get done. It just chips away, chips away. And believe me, once all these things are done, it's going to be very satisfying, and and th- it's going to show in the database. So it's just going to. There's just going to be something else to do when you get it all done. I don't think. I so. think I've heard that before from you. I don't think so because I have almost <laughs> all the things done that I need to get ready for the individual edits, and when that's done, I'm done with all the edits in the non-sports database. So. All right. Okay. Good deal. So hopefully, hopefully soon. Hopefully in the next couple of years, it'll be completed. Awesome. awesome. It's a. Uh, Something that we we see the results as it comes as it trickles in, we see it. But I don't I don't know if our listeners see it uh, as as immediately. Uh, if you're not picking up the non sports update and stuff like that, or the new Star Wars magazine, right, which right. Uh, which is out currently, that Matt worked his ass off, and uh, he's I'm I'm very proud of it for him. I'm sure he's proud of it uh, as to, as well. You say it's your best work, right, for Star Wars. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's by far. I mean, we this is the third one we've done and uh you know, we've we've um we, I really tried to, you know, uh, get get some more uh, add some more um detail to it, uh, get some more listings, be more creative with the to- the hot lists and and everything like that. So, um and 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 the the I would say the the maximum achievement for this magazine is we we got a tops um, approved image for the cover, so okay the cover is a legit Star a legit Star Wars image. That's for the first that we've been able to do. So that was a that was the work of Harris Toser and uh, Lindsay, our our uh, what digital editor? Yeah, she's our so uh, yeah. You know, they worked tirelessly on this just as much as I did in, in getting these things done, and it, it, it really came out to be pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, tonight, I guess tonight is the – or this weekend is the the big premiere. Right. It's, the, it's uh, tw- what, about 12 hours away, Paul? How's your countdown coming? Oh, my countdown. I'm at uh, – <laughs> <laughs> where am I? I don't even know, man. It's not long. It's not long. Not long at all. So, I'm uh, going this evening. So Yeah, yeah you're going this, evening. going this Matt's evening. Matt's going this evening. Yes. I'm going tomorrow because <laughs> I'm not going to fight that. But, uh, man, 
Let's so I guess we'll, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about yep. uh, anticipation. What what are you guys uh, What are you guys thinking, what, Matt? Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Okay. I, I mean, I you know I, I've I've seen the non spoiler reviews. I've been trying. I've been doing everything I possibly can to avoid talking or reading anything that might give me an idea what's going on. Yeah, I've done the same. I, thing. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not usually like you, Eric. I'm not that big. Of, uh, spoilers don't usually mean that much to me. But when it comes to Star Wars, it's like I wanna. I want to experience it. I want to be able to see what what happens as it happens. And uh, you know, the trailer for this dropped two months ago. It's had 41 million views on YouTube. Um, the projected box office number for this is just crazy. Just like Force Awakens, um, one number that dropped was possibly 300 million over opening weekend. That's and a that's, lot. Of that people. is insane. That, that is would be the first that's ever happened. That's like six Pauls. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to see it twice this weekend. Does that count? <laughs> see? Does that count? <laughs> 300 million and you can buy lunch for two fat packs. Yeah. <laughs> two packs. Um, but yeah, um, as a part of the, and I should have mentioned this since it's collectibles, is, uh, as part of opening night right. select theaters. I don't know if it's happening at all theater franchises. It's not all because I called my place and I don't, I don't get any cool stuff. Okay. I'm going to Cinemark headquarters and they will be having a special uh card set that's only available as a part of the opening night um, extravaganza and that's produced by tops um, so it should be pretty cool you know um, but yeah th- this is this is what we've been waiting for ever since the 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 very tail end of force awakens we were we were waiting for the next movie so um, you know it's it should be a big deal I'm looking forward to it. There's been a, there's like a lot of changes um, with like the way even Star Wars is written. Like the colors have been changed and yep. the backgrounds are changed. So I think it, I think there's something big coming. And that you know? score, um, John Williams' score. John Williams has not lost it. I mean, he has been in this industry for 60 years, and he has created the most memorable scores for movies over the last five decades. And it's just. Uh, that that trailer. I'm sure you heard the music. The music really got you pumped for what oh, for was sure. coming. So it builds and builds, and he's a master at it. But um, along with these films, always there's great cardboard, right? Yeah, there's I mean, there's, there's, there's there's a lot always, of great cardboard coming, right? There, the last there's, there's two less. months have been insanity. I mean, we've had Star Wars Masterwork come out, which is the high end product. Um, Star Wars High Tech just released. Um, which, as you know from baseball, has the different for, uh, different forms sure. and the patterns to it. I still haven't gotten those figured out, but once I do, they'll be in the database. Um, Tops offered a online exclusive countdown to the Last Jedi, which is a twenty card set that counts the twenty days to the release of the film, and they have a oh, I missed an, that. That's, image, that sounds cool. An image of uh, the films and the different characters, so you kind of get a sneak peek at what you might expect and. Um, that's in the films and they release one of those every day. And it's, you know, the typical available 24 hours. And then after that, kind of whatever, top, top whatever type thing, whatever the print run, that's the print run. Gotcha. Um, okay. I really want to interject here and say, I have my fingers crossed and my hopes are high that the last Jedi is actually going to be bar from space balls <laughs> as, as a John Candy image comes floating across the screen and would make so great. That would be Luke's s- like, are you a Jedi? No, I'm a Mog. <laughs> I'm a Mog. <laughs> What's a Mog? <laughs> oh, my goodness uh, We are the gracious. last secret Jedis of the Mog. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, Stellar Signatures. We ain't that's, found shit. <laughs> that's the other one. Yes. Is uh, Stellar Signatures. Oh, uh, Stellar Signatures came out, what, 
uh, on the sixth, yeah, on December couple, yeah. the sixth, yep. and um, you know th- this is the basic, basically the equivalent of Topps Transcendent Baseball, where you have it's a ten thousand dollar box, and you get and inside all the autographs are on card autographs, obviously except for Fisher and Baker who have since passed on, right. um, but you know Harrison Ford, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, uh, Felicity Jones. Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, Ray Park, Ian McDermott. The list goes on and on of the people who, um, of the Star Wars universe who are in this product. And um, it's just been incredible so far to, to, to see it unfold. And they're beautiful cards. Have you seen a lot they're of the pictures? I, I got to actually scroll through a set that somebody had put on uh, Facebook. And uh, they're just actually awesome, man. They're actually box breaks on YouTube. So if you get a chance, look for Stellar Signatures box breaks so you can actually see. Um, what they pull out of there and you know it's 40 cards in the set and of course there's parallels and you don't know what you're getting you know i the one box break i saw a guy pulled a one of five felicity jones so right there's a that's a nice chunk of change um you're gonna get that's a big twinkie but you know there's the the activity isn't gonna stop man 2018 we're getting a card set for the han solo movie which means potential for woody harrelson autographs donald glover amelia clark um, Thandi Newton, who most recently was in Westworld, she's in that movie, so possible autographs for her. Um, we're getting a Star Wars black and white set, all okay. black and white. Okay. Um, not sure why, but I guess to c- capture that vintage feel, but um, it also is going to have a six signature card of Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill. Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Kenny Baker. So wow, it's you know, um, and masterwork. I, getting back to Masterwork, I have to mention this because there have been significant <coughs> pulls. Um, obviously, somebody pulled the accordion autograph. Um, not, I think it was like six days after the product yeah, release. Like it was really initial it was, after it, and it yeah. kind of killed it. Yeah. Um, somebody has pulled the uh, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver autograph, and it has already sold on eBay for five thousand dollars. Wow. Now, what did the what did the uh, the big one go for? Uh, it was I like see. I don't thousand right. I don't know because it was listed and it supposedly sold, but then it relisted and then he, oh, I didn't and see then it. the okay. seller pulled, deleted the the listing. So I don't know if it's sold yet or not. Okay, unless maybe you. he came to an arrangement on the side, you know, right, right, without so eBay. Right. Um, but uh, you know, Mark Hamill, Hayden Christensen, dual autograph sold recently for thirty three hundred. Um, obviously, the Anakin Luke connection there, and then this is the steal as far as I'm concerned of the whole. Um, sales so far. Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, quadruple autograph, eighteen hundred. Wow! So that was a that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good sale there. But secondary market has just been insane, right? With with Star Wars autographs and Star Wars collectibles in general. The the Funko um, Darth Maul holographic um, variant from Comic Con. It's still in that two to three thousand range. I mean, it's steadily climbing over the past year. Um, couple of key vintage figure sales that I got to mention because they are just absolutely insane. Okay. Um, I think I sold, I, I sent you guys the email about the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi double telescoping oh, you did. lightsaber. You did. That was ridiculous. Um, that is, that was at, uh, an AFA 80 and it, at the final sale price of that was $76,600. Is that the highest grade one? Uh, do you know, as far as I know for that Obi-Wan, that for particular, that, that is the highest the grade, highest grade that, one. Okay. that I've ever heard of. Um, there was a Bib Fortuna, 
Return of the Jedi Red Cape Prototype loose figure that was AFA 85 sold for $46,000. Yeah, I don't even think I've ever seen that one. Uh, I've never seen it either. That's I don't, so I, you know, I, I, well, with this job, I'm always stumbling across figures I never knew existed. So a variant here, you know, one that was made in Indonesia in somebody's garage. I mean, the bootlegs are just as crazy. People are just as crazy for the bootlegs as they are the legit right. stuff. <laughs> um, a Jawa vinyl cape AFA 90, which is the highest I've ever seen of those, sold for 13000 Oh, okay. And then we had a Boba Fett droids AFA 80 for 6500 So there have been significant sales across the board from trading cards, autographs, to vintage action figures. It has just been Star Wars mania. But And that you know leads me to the, the Beckett Collectibles magazine. Um, you know, obviously we, we mentioned earlier, it was the third one we've done. We've, we, we, uh, I revamped it. Um, okay. just to give you an idea what it, you know, there's more listings than we've ever had in it. Um, and the official tops cover, but the hot lists we did a little different this year. We, we had more hot lists. We had uh, hot lists for the 10 figures. Oh, okay. Um, and the 10, uh, vehicles, which was, 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 uh, made by, by, uh, one of my consultants, Kyle Dobbins, um, and then, you know, we did the card set, the top 20 card sets, the top 20 Funko Pop vinyls. And then we did, in honor of the 40th anniversary, we did the top 40 autographs. That's fantastic, Which includes, man. you know, it's I, the way it breaks down is uh, the top 30 single autographs and then the top 10 multi-signature autographs sparse between, you know, dual, triple, quad, and then the six signature, which next year, obviously, I think the accordion <laughs> autograph is probably going to make the top of the list. I would um, think so. But other than other than that, we've got, uh, you know, Ryan Cracknell wrote a story, the 40 greatest Star Wars characters of all time. Um, there's a piece in there um, about Darth Vader called Wicked Good, which is pretty cool. That is, sounds um, cool. And then... Once again, we included the since it is the 40th anniversary, we included the complete pictorial listings of the original 1977 Star Wars set. Uh, sans the C3PO card, we we I'm out. I don't even want to talk about <laughs> it. <anymore. laughs> yes, we know we know you like to talk about um, appendages. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, but the, the corrected version is in there. So obviously if people want to see what we're talking about, they can just get on eBay or, or Google the C3PO obscene, um, image. Um, but yeah, I mean, the price guide format is basically the same as it used to be. Um, vintage action figures, modern action figures. Then we got the trading cards and then, uh, Ian McDerry's our gaming, uh, our gaming analyst put together the, the trading card game, uh, price guide oh, for good. us. Good, good, good. Um, and then there's the miscellaneous section that has Hot Wheels, Legos, uh, Micro Machines. And then we have a comic section by Steve Dalton, our uh, basketball and comic analyst. Um, so, you know, what does the future hold for this? Maybe, you know, I th- I've, I've thought about it and possibly, you know, throwing more content, maybe more miscellaneous stuff like Pez dispensers, lunchboxes, you know, some of the old collectibles back when it was first released. Okay. Um, and then, you know, maybe video game listings, ex- expanded universe novels. I mean, the sky's the limit, really, to what we could we could actually put in future issues. Very so. cool. Can I ask one question? Because I don't know for sure. Are the vehicles priced with the figures? Uh, yes. They, they're, 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 well. they're separate. It, well, it just depends. I mean, I don't okay. have the Palatoy stuff because, obviously, that stuff's really hard to find. Right, right, right. Uh, sales for. But, yeah, the, the vehicles. basic stuff, right? Is the basic okay. vehicles are listed and. And all that stuff. And, th- th- you know, we still have a long way to go to getting some of the pricing because, you know, we can only find so many sales 
uh, uh, for for a lot and a lot of the, the the newer stuff doesn't sell as well, believe it or not, as the vintage. So right, and the vintage stuff, some of it's so rare, it's <coughs> just so few and far between. It's really yeah. drying up. It's very difficult, especially when you have all the different backs to the card, all the different card backs for Correct. the figures. You you know, sometimes you can't you can't find that stuff, and it just you know. Right. It's just the way it is. It's, then you have all the ones that were released in other countries, and then it just goes on and on and on. So. Believe me, I, I I'm very much aware of all of the, <laughs> all of the the different variants in the different countries, and I still am trying to throw a checklist together for all that stuff so that we can include them, at least include the listings. Right. Uh, right. You know, if we can't get pricing, fine. But I'd like to include the Palatoys and the Takaras and and all the different uh, manufacturers that have made Star Wars figures in Europe and Asia. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that way, if someone is a is a huge collector of Boba Fett or something, yes. they know. Okay, there's a, and I'm making this up. I don't know off the top of my head. An Australian version. Yeah, there's you know, a South American. You know, there's just there's 25 ones. variants of right. Boba Fett that I need to spend about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on <laughs> over least, over my ni- lifetime to, to to finish the collection. But yeah, but at I, least yeah, they would know exactly exactly what, what's out there. But um, Star Wars, man, the future has never been brighter in film. In collectibles and what what have you, if it's got Star Wars attached to it, yeah, it is a it's a billion dollar market. Yeah, it really hasn't skipped a beat much going to Disney. No, you know, I think it's, it's just it's, it's strong. It's, as I ever. think actually Disney has made it even more lucrative, and now they have their own theme park coming. Yep, that's awesome with a life size Millennium Falcon, life size Millennium Falcon, and apparently you can be a character for the day and like go through oh, and man. be like. Stormtrooper for the what day. character would you be for the day? If I was, if I, I would be a stormtrooper. Be a stormtrooper. I think I would be. I think I would be. I would mm. like to 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 go through, and I'd like to shoot a blaster. And uh, the <laughs> lightsabers are cool, but for me, it's all where the blasters are at. When I was a kid, I was all about doo 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 making noise. <laughs> what about you, Eric? What car- what character would you be for a day if you could be a he character be for a day? No, I would be C three PO, but voiced by Chris Rock. How much for a rib? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I see three PO as the tops card. I'm just gonna one up you, and i i would be uh, I would be Obi Wan Kenobi, but voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. So, oh god, you know? <laughs> use the force, Luke. Jesus. And I know that was loud, Eric, but I had to say it. Jeez. Holy mackerel! Sorry, listeners, if you were yeah. driving and you floored off the road, yeah. sorry, his name's Matt. Bible. You can blame Gil- no, you can blame Gilbert Gottfried. That wasn't me. The, uh, the 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 worst nightmare I ever had in my life, and thank God it's not a recurring one. Uh, my my uh, my entire life was narrated by uh, by Morgan Freeman, but every time he opened his mouth, it was Gilbert Godfrey talking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a that would that would be a really bad nightmare. That was I can't horrible. Think of anything much worse? That was than, horrible than, than a nightmare like that. So, all right, uh, movie comes out tonight. I'm sure that we'll get a review uh, next week's show or something it's, like that. It's in the Last Jedi card product is supposed to go live on Friday. Tomorrow, yeah, I mentioned that just a little so, earlier in the show, so that so, looks very, very you know, cool. And I, I don't know who's autograph. I haven't gotten the checklist yet, so I don't know who's autographs. There might be, I'm hoping we get first-time autographs, maybe Oscar Isaac or Laura Dern, but I'm sure we'll get the usual fanfare, the, the Daisy Ridleys and the John Villegas and... Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and and everybody else who has already signed autographs and stuff, but it, it'll probably definitely be a really hot seller. I'm sure there's going to be multiple series of it. They'll, this series one will probably be out tomorrow, and series two will come out later. And then they'll probably get the Chrome treatment, like like Force Awakens did, like Rogue One's going to get. Mm-hmm. So right, right. You know, it's 
you know, multiple products just on one movie. You know, I mean, how many other franchises, how many other, how many other franchises do that in the cards? Not, right. not doesn't many. happen. No, no, doesn't happen. So, a lot to look forward to. I'm sure there's the Star Wars people, fans are just stoked this weekend. I mean, Christmas is early for Star Wars fans, basically. So for sure. Now, tell our listeners, um, where. Where is is this Beckett Star Wars Beckett? Is that already dropped or is that to be dropped? Yeah, that was a month ago. That was that a month went ago. live a month, a month ago. Okay. Yeah, um, it, you know, I would I would prefer a much later date, you know, closer to the movies. But you know, um, it dropped a month ago. Get people nice and prepared with all their action figures and the toys that came out. Um, all the new listings are in there too that we had up to that point for okay. all the new action figures for the new film. So okay. awesome. So it's, you know, a lot of good stuff in there. A lot Sounds of good like a stuff. a good holiday gift right there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you guys sure are does. listening for any Star Wars fan, it's got it's got everything, man. Go pick it up at your Barnes and Nobles, right? Yep. So it's at Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Noble. Go, yep. go pick Beckett. you up com, right? Beckett.com. Beckett.com. There you go. All right, since you're sitting here and uh, it's been a while since you've been around uh, on the on the radio, let's talk about this pending sell between Fox and, and Disney? Uh, it's it's finalized. It's finalized. It's done. It's done. Okay. Um, and this is the number. $52 billion deal. $52 billion deal. That's Basically. Like, that's like four boxes of Transcendence. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Um, Basically the, you know, what, you know, the it, what it would cost to buy like Luxembourg or some like some sure. country like that over in, over in Europe, you know. Uh, actually, you might be able to, you know, buy Luxembourg and get Liechtenstein thrown in for yeah, free. Something so. like that. Let's talk. So, what does that do for the for the range of, of of comic book characters that come along with it, and you know how might it affect collecting? Um, well, we're going to get X Men and Fantastic Four and Deadpool, possibly card sets for movies now. Sure. Um, hopefully, um, you know X Men hasn't had a, a card set for a film since uh, Wolverine, um, so it would be good to see. Um, the, those those franchises put on the cardboard. I mean, they're already put into the regular Marvel products, like the Fleer Ultra Spider Man, the Marvel Gems, mm-hmm. and Marvel Annual, and stuff like that. But as far as movies, um, I believe Upper Deck has the exclusive contract to do the films. Mm-hmm. So they would there would be Upper Deck X Men sets, Fantastic Four. Um, it's too really too early to tell yet. The one thing that I do know that is not happening is that Hugh Jackman is not coming back for Wolverine. He's already uh. said it, and that as disappointing as that is. Um, I guess it is time to move on. But the thing is, Disney is going to rake it in next year because all of those films, those mutant films, Deadpool, X-Men, uh, Dark Angel, or Dark Phoenix, yeah, Dark Angel, Dark Phoenix, and New Mutants, that's all that's going to hit their profit margin. That's not, that's theirs now. Wow. So they're not only all of the, all of the regular Marvel movies, but those three mutant movies, they're just going to rake in everything from all mm. that. So you, you can see why it was a $52 billion deal because between all those movies next year, Disney pro- will probably worldwide make just $5 billion off of those movies. Jeez. Not I, counting Star Wars, just, just those, those movies. movies. That's amazing. How are they going to handle Deadpool? Uh, well, you know, just because... Th- I, I don't think they're going to change the thing about Deadpool because, and this is, you know, because Disney has other properties where that have, um, you know, R-rated uh, uh, fanfare, you know, before, um, you know, and, and it, I just I don't think they're going to change it. I think they'll just leave it leave it alone. Um, now another, you know, now that they own Fox, I'm pretty sure doesn't. No, let me think. Oh, never mind. That I was I was. My mind is is 
racing. Like like Paul said earlier, I have ADD, so um, <laughs> my mind was thinking of something else. So, but no, it, I I don't think they're going to change it one bit. I really don't. Um, they might change the X Men and just kind of have Dead Deadpool be the crazy uncle that lives in the attic type of thing with with uh, and how they treat his films. But I, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll they'll change anything about it. Okay. Really. Well, that's just my opinion. Don't. Who knows? I know that's like your favorite movie, Eric. It's not my favorite movie per se, but it's pretty but funny. But it fits in that first hand when you start top five. Probably. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. I do like it a lot. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is brilliant in it. So Just stand a little, just stand downwind, Ronnie Millsap. Yeah, stand down, stand down range, uh, Ronnie Millsap. All right, so uh, Matt, is there anything else that you want to add about Star Wars or your product? I, I don't think there's anything I can add about okay. Star Wars. Right. I mean... You know, you, you've seen the trailer, you've seen the reaction videos, you've seen the merchandise that's coming out. It is just insane. It's it's as insane as it ever was when we were kids. It's probably worse. Oh, it's I, honestly. Worse. I mean, I, I you know, <laughs> social media well, makes everything worse. Well, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Sears catalog was nothing compared to social media. You know uh, what I mean? That's like, true. That was the only thing that you had actually advertising oh, and promoting. The Sears, the what Sears was going catalog, on. man. You know, I, th- that that was that was the treat, man. My it mom was, would get absolutely. that like a couple months before Christmas. You'd open that Sears catalog, and it was right straight to the Star Wars section. You yep. didn't even have, you you were gonna look at the other toys later, but it was Star Wars first, man. Yep. You got to see what's on. On, on the table for Star Wars collectibles, and yeah, that was you fold that page over so you don't ever so you can find it again. Good time, and that's that's what the that's why these films are so important because it it bridges the gap and it brings the the different generations who have loved Star Wars over the past forty years together, and you think share stories about what you know yep. dads and even granddads, I guess at this point, I, it's it's hard to think of myself as a possible grandfather, but uh, I guess I'm getting the, up. The to numbers that. are close, yeah. Yeah, I'm work. getting I'm getting up to that age, you know. Um, but you know, it, 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 it is, it really is, you know, the different generations sharing Star Wars. And I think that's what makes it kind of unique. I mean, I guess you could do the same with Marvel, but it's not really as it's not going to be the much same. the same as Star Wars is. Okay. No, I came it's home the other such night. such an event. I came home the other night, my six and eight year old are just going at it, man, having a, having a, a lightsaber fight, you know, and you're They're, like, Man, someone's gonna get hurt, but you're like, yes, yeah. at the same time. You're like, that's awesome, Dad. So, I lost an eye. Well, that's okay. you deserved it. So I went and grabbed. <laughs> I went and grabbed my laser and or <laughs> lightsaber, and we, uh, the three of us, went at it for a while. So I was gonna say, you told Mama broke us up. Yeah. <laughs> it was all good. May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all got in trouble. That's all right. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, so let me tell you what's gonna happen next, Matt. Paul and I are gonna power rank our top three Christmas songs and Beckett whatevs. Do you want to stick around after the break and, 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 and power rank Christmas songs with us? Sure. Okay, awesome. There you yeah, go. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm a musician. I'm a drummer. Why not? There you go. All right, uh, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Mr. Brandon Cooks out of 99. Brandon Cooks. You're listening to Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Going to close out the show here with Beckett Whatevs. And uh, first first subject matter is a little difficult to, to talk about, but it's a question that I wonder, and I'm going to ask my colleagues here, because uh, it, it's in the news, it's prevalent right now. But um, with, this, with all these uh, sexual allegations going on, mm-hmm. and uh, it's starting to make its way over to the – well, it has made its way over to the NFL network now, and it's going to – you're going to probably – 
unfortunately see it in sports just in general. Yeah, it'll be a snowball. Effect, yeah, sure. um, and that's that's horrible to say. That's sad to say, but it's just the reality of things right now. But let's look at a player like Marshall Falk or Warren Sapp or Eric Davis or you know somebody like that. Uh, who has who has a big fan base, right? Absolutely. You know, you, Absolutely. You, you, Marshall Fox, a Hall of Famer for crying out yeah. loud. He yeah. he was part of the greatest greatest show on turf. Yep. Say you PC Marshall Falk. Do you immediately after these allegations come out, just you stop? You you want to get rid of it? No, I, I don't think you. This is me. I don't think I'd get rid of it. Okay. okay? I think he's still my PC guy. Um, and I say that because it's still in the allegation right. stage, and I'm more of the the maybe the whole the old school like, you know, I think people are innocent until they're proven guilty. Okay. Even though nowadays you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Right. So, and I think that's really flip flop in society, but I think I'm, I'm still sticking by Marshall Falk until there is some actual facts, proof, sentence, whatever ends up happening to the guy. I think I stick by him until until he's actually guilty of it. Um, because also today anything can be fabricated. You know, we see that all the time. So mm-hmm. I think I'm sticking with him for now. For for those of you that not don't. that I agree, I don't want to make sure. Not that I agree with any of the things right. that he's being charged about. I want to throw that out there. But <laughs> I think I stick with him until there's a little more, so little more out there. For those of the of you that don't know the story, and it's been a crazy 24 hour news cycle of whirlwind of stuff the last month, really about sexual allegations against uh, uh, just everybody. It seems. Uh, <laughs> And I'm so, getting nervous just sitting here with you guys. So, you know. <laughs> the, the, this this uh, wardrobe consultant from the NFL Network has, has brought up allegations against. I think it's I think it's up to t- 13 different people there at the at the network, and it's hard because you know, like Marshall Falk or Warren or Warren Sapp's reputation kind of precedes him actually. Yeah. Uh, but Eric Davis, guys that you you knew and collected, you know, possibly collected. Now you're seeing this this side of the of the things and it's 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 a hard question what do you think Matt? do you do you stop do you say you pc say marshall falk went to ohio state he went to san diego state but say he went to ohio state do you immediately cut ties with the association or uh probably not like no. paul said he's innocent until proven guilty okay but you know i collect ezekiel elliott yeah and he just recently had you know you nothing came of it right but you know now if it it, it's hard it's hard really to say now something happened where uh and i think the the prime example for this and we we saw we saw instances on both sides of the coin that the prime example for this question is oj simpson back in the 90s okay yeah you remember when he i mean he was up for murder charges I mean, you really? saw you he saw people. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, he's, he was recently uh, paroled. I don't know if you know. No that. way. Um, <laughs> that's the prime example is O.J. Simpson. I mean, I remember how there were a lot of people who were really upset, and they, you know, got rid of his stuff. And there were people who that actually made his stuff sell more. Yeah. So it it can really go either way. I think with with, with people, it just depends on the person and. You know, for me, it you know, I wouldn't stop collecting until now. If if something did happen and you start finding out all kinds of really bad stuff about this person, I, pro- I would probably stop at least at the very least stop collecting that person. Right. You know, and you know, with the other stuff, I just kind of store it away. It's like, oh yeah, funny story about all those cards. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I just I think that uh, you know, we still live in a, in a country where you're innocent until proven guilty, and and 
it's it's something to you know to be very objective about you can't jump the gun on these things no until there's something like you know and and to bring up ray rice Uh okay let's talk about that so with the falk situation you have you know allegations things whatever ray rice you have a video right that you can youtube right now the video see what happened and yeah absolutely if that was my guy i would definitely give up ray rice in a heartbeat collecting his stuff Aaron Hernandez would be another. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez would be up on the mm-hmm. list. Um, you know, I just think we have to to play it, let it play out a little bit. Yeah, and see where it falls. And it, this isn't <clears> like. <throat> and, and here's another example I'm going to use. This also isn't like these are just allegations that have been mounting for 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 decades with right. this guy. The other example is obviously Harvey Weinstein. This or, is a guy that everybody in Hollywood pretty much knew right. was doing this stuff for years for. What, what you know four four decades this guy has been doing this to actresses and more and more actresses coming out and you know yeah innocent until proven guilty but when when people are making light of it in Hollywood usually that means they're so used to it they're so used to it sure, being a, sure. a thing that and now they're not making light of it they're actually taking it seriously so there there are other perspectives I guess when it comes to the you know, innocent versus innocent until proven guilty situation. Um, yeah. And he hasn't denied it either. Harvey Weinstein hasn't. So, you know, usually if you're, if you haven't done anything, you're going to come and defend yourself. And he really hasn't. He really hasn't no. stepped forward to uh, deny that at all. It's a, it's a difficult situation. I, I don't know. Um, being a, uh, a victim of sexual abuse in the past, I, it, I, part of me wants to say yeah you immediately stop you 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 stop right now because uh if there's smoke there's fire typically with these these situations you know so um it's a it's a it's a question that i was wondering and uh, i think you guys addressed it uh adequately in a respectful manner so uh thank you for your opinions on that and uh we'll move along here and uh try to get past all this crap it's really what it is. It's just crap. It's it is. It's noise. It's just distractions. It's it's, it's good. It's good media. It's Christmas time, and it I don't. Christmas time. I'm I'm tired of the crap in the Christmas time, because I want to enjoy uh, my Christmas season and stuff like this. Bad news happening around the world. Those fires are still not out. Jeez, oh. man, those fires. Are, that's horrible. Um, just crap all around. But we're gonna try to swing swing the mood in the room. And talk about Christmas music. Uh, last week, I promised that we were going to uh, power rank our top three Christmas songs. Matt has been added to the fold here. Uh, I have Paul's song, so we'll start with Matt, though. Matt, three songs. So give me song number three. Do you need, do you need a minute to think about it? Uh, you guys it, go ahead and converse. And okay. I'll give me a time to think All about right. it. Uh, we'll start with Paul, then. Paul's, Paul's On Paul's list, he sent me uh, three songs. Okay. And the so first you want me to go the, the which way do you want me to go? Do you want me to go three well, to one? Well, yeah, you go three to one, but you tell me number three, and I'm gonna tell you my number three. Okay. And then we're gonna we're gonna maybe you can mediate it, Matt. I don't know, okay. man. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's see here. So I'm gonna gotta pull up my list because I don't think I ranked it when I sent it to you, I don't think I had it in any order. I didn't in any you know order. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna go with number three. Baby it's cold outside. Baby it's cold outside. Solid pick. And, and I think and I think it's not just any baby it's cold outside. It is the elf version. 
with oh the with, elf version okay with, yeah with, with zoe, zoe and yeah. uh will ferrell yes you, that, you didn't you didn't go the michael buble version no <laughs> no 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 buble today <laughs> i'm going with the the more that that yeah the elf side of things okay baby it's cold outside Baby, it's cold outside i'm going backdoor santa Backdoor Santa. <laughs> Actually, is no. That, a- that is a, that is that is an actual song. Uh, number three for me, though, uh, "Christmas and Hollis" by Run DMC. Oh, okay. All it's, right. And it samples "Backdoor Santa." So if you guys want to hear "Backdoor Santa," you just that go is, ahead. That is uh, how Die Hard started. Yes. With yes. Uh, Argyle listening to "Christmas and Hollis." Yeah, yeah, "Christmas and Hollis." Now, what would you? What would your number three song be, Matt? My number three song. Um, I, I'm going to go, I'm pretty eclectic when it comes to holiday music, so I'm going to say The Little Drummer Boy as performed by Jimi Hendrix. There you go. Okay. If you've never heard it, get on YouTube. It's fantastic. It's, it's everything you'd come to expect from Jimi Hendrix and more. Awesome. Um, He's pulled out. That was a good one to pull out I, right I there. I Honestly, I didn't know that it was a thing. Now I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to listen to it. It's fantastic. If you're a Hendrix fan, if you like that, if you like his style of uh, you know, guitaring, it's, it's, it's amazing. Okay. So awesome. That's what I'm going with awesome. for number three. Number two, Paul. I don't know what the name of the song is, but everybody's going to know when I say it, what it is. But the Trans-Siberian Orchestra song. Um, what is it? Uh, Carol of uh, the Bells. Carol of the Bells. That's, that's what it is. is. Yep, yeah. There yeah. it is. Yep. I've never seen Have you ever seen them? No, I have not. I've never seen them have either. Not. I have um, not. I watched something with my wife one night on TV. They were doing something. We, we watched a few minutes of it. Yeah. Just phenomenal music. Okay, it comes out of there. So I, I, feel I love like, it. I feel like Trans Siberian Orchestra is kind of like fish. Like no, they don't, they just have they a swim upstream. <laughs> no, they just have a they just have a, a a group of people that follow them around from town to town and set up and and, and smoke weed outside of their <laughs> the concert venues. I bet they do. I bet they I don't do. think they do. <laughs> anyway, that's my second one. Like it or not. Okay, Trans Siberian Orchestra, Care of the Bells. Uh, on a side note, uh, Peter Griffin did a great <laughs> cover of, of Carol the Bells <laughs> in uh, Family Guy. <laughs> Is that what it was? Is yeah. that basically what it was? Holy okay. crap, here comes Jesus, <laughs> and he doesn't look too happy. <laughs> that was a... Uh, I, I think I remember that. I'm, now I'm going to have to go watch it when, when I get off when we get done with this stuff. All right. Uh, number two for me. Um, man... I think it's Nat King Cole's Christmas song. All right. I think it's Nat King Cole's Christmas song. I I, I go back and forth because uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is right there, too. I really like the version that came out a couple of years ago by Sam Smith. But uh, a Christmas song uh, by Nat King Cole, man, it's, it's a classic. You can't go wrong with it. All right. Sounds good. Matthew. Matthew. Number two. Number, number two, two for Matthew. What, which song do I think is the best <laughs> Christmas song ever of number two? Uh, I, I'm going to go, and there's a reason, because this is so ingrained in my head over the last 30 years. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, right. that's my wife's um, number one song. Like, And, and the, the reason I say this is because I, I had nieces and nephews who were little tykes around this, around... 1990, when a certain movie called Home Alone was released, uh, yes, and yes. the scene where Kevin is is tricking Harry and Marvin to believe in that the house is is full of life and they're having sure. a party, that's the song that's playing, and it's just it's one of those Christmas songs that just kind of gets you in the mood for for Christmas. I saw a meme the other day that was just the front of uh, the McAllister's house, and uh-huh. it's and the me- the meme said, "The older I get, 
The only thing I, I, I try to figure out about Christmas is what did Mr. McAllister do to afford this house and to be able to take nine people on vacation <laughs> in Europe? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I've got one word for you, sir. <laughs> Heisenberg. Heisenberg. But to be fair, he only took eight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's only took eight. All yeah, right. And what, did, and what did he do to become such a deadbeat dad that he leaves his child yeah. at home? That would never to play dance, to today. To around the Christmas tree yeah. while yeah. two burglars are outside. CPS would be all over Yes, that. yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, CPS Christmas. <laughs> you just left him alone with Joe Pesci. You can't leave children with Joe Pesci. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever. <laughs> do I make you laugh? Do I amuse you? Huh? Am I funny like a clown? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, number one, Paul, what is number one on your list? Very traditionalist. Um, it goes with what my favorite cr- Christmas movie, Okay, um, which would be White Christmas, actually. Okay, White so Christmas. I'm going with White Christmas. Bing Crosby. Uh, Bing Crosby version. I love it. Okay. I watched that movie a lot as a kid. Um, it was a good family movie, and uh, we watch it at least three, four times a, a year around this time, Yeah, and once in July to get ready for this time, so... We always watch it once in July. That's my mom's favorite movie, uh, favorite Christmas movie. So number one on my list, and uh, this is where we're gonna have uh, the same song, actually, Paul. Okay. Uh, White Christmas as well. Okay. Uh, Otis Redding version. All right. Loved it in Love Actually, which is a, a movie that we watch four or five times or uh, okay. a, a Christmas season because that's uh, that's actually our my my wife's favorite Christmas movie to watch together. But Love Actually, uh, Otis Redding. White Christmas. It's very soulful. Okay. Very soulful. Works for me. All right, Matt. You're gonna you're gonna wrap to this, this up. Uh, well. Is it dreidel, dreidel, dreidel? No, no, no. That's an honorable mention. Song. <laughs> Adam honorable Sandler. Mention, no. Adam Sandler song is an honorable mention. I will say the Hanukkah song is fantastic. All four different versions of it mm-hmm. um, that he's done over the years is fantastic. Um, but you know, I, number one, I think is. Uh, is kind of a personal thing for me because okay. it's it has to do with my mom and it is um, why can't every day be like Christmas by Elvis Presley. Okay, um, that it has a, a real sentimental meaning to me. And I don't know if you ever heard the song, but definitely check it out on YouTube. It's got some really good uh, lyrics to it. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. it's Elvis, man. El- yeah. how, how can it be Elvis? Okay, I've got to win this race, Elvis. We got a donut. I see there on the table. <laughs> I have a donut. Peanut my, butter and butter. I don't say much. Uh, my wife's birthday is this weekend. Happy birthday, baby! And uh, it's a Hawaiian themed, so I'm really thinking of uh, like like playing a Hawaiian Christmas or Blue Christmas or something like that with Elvis in the background. And watch Lilo and Stitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> with a little with a little Stitch Funko dressed like Elvis dancing <laughs> Just on the dancing <laughs> like a hula girl with a hula skirt. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Let's wrap this up because uh, it's, it's getting time to go. But before we do, it, this is uh, we have a little Christmas conversation going on uh, here. So, Matt, while we have you in front of us, can you give us a brief history of Santa Claus on Christmas, uh, Santa Claus on cardboard? Because this is a thing, right? This is yes. a, yeah. Um, well, I mean, there there have been there have been sets that Tops has, has released recently with a specific Santa Claus set with you right. know, autographs and things like that. I think the first the first time I ever remember Santa Claus ever being put on a card. Now that and granted, this is just my own personal experience. I'm sure there's other cards that have been created before, but nineteen was it nineteen eighty nine Pro Set? Football. Pro Set, yeah, Pro yeah, Set. They football. did the football, Santa yeah. Claus card, and that was. Do you remember how that was a coveted? I mean, oh, if you pull oh, the Santa Claus card, cases and cases, yeah, it was like I one mean, every 
gazillion packs. Yeah, that, that's that's what I remember the most about Santa Claus being on. And now they've released um, Santa Claus sets in the non sports in the in the mid '90s and stuff. They've had a Santa Claus around the world and things like that mm-hmm. um, that they've done. But to me, that that is the that is the I guess I would say the Mickey Mantle of Santa Claus cards for <laughs> for cards from is, Pro Set no yeah. less yeah that's yeah. the good from one Pro Set you know I do like the first I think I believe it was the one of the first ones that they did the three the three cards where they did I think it was the fifty two tops looking uh, Santa Claus okay then they did a piece of the uh, the hat yes um, in the side of the card like a like a, like a jersey relic but they put a piece of hat in there yes and then they did the autograph Santa I'm trying to think what so year that was uh, it, I think, oh it was recently it wasn't that long ago it was Within uh, the last early, 10 years right uh, uh, maybe I, I thought like it was what, closer to early 2000 but whatever yeah it's been last 10 or 15 years I like the I like what Panini's done with the, is it the holiday packs where they have the players that wear the Santa hats and yeah. they yeah. yeah. I like those too so uh, and Panini also put Santa in some of the Black Friday packs. Yeah, he actually yeah. has a real card in the, sure in the did. Black Friday's pack. Paul was missing that day; we couldn't find him for the photo shoot. Yeah, <laughs> he was <laughs> dressed up as Santa over at Panini. Over Panini. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like to do at Christmas time? I like to dress up like Jesus, and I go to the malls and I tell Santa that he's just a clown at my birthday party, and, uh. and they're like, "Jesus is back, and he's huge. I don't know what to do." <laughs> Horrible. Food must be good in heaven. <laughs> Food must be real <laughs> <And> good. Plentiful. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of manna. Okay, um, guys, that's it this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I hope you had fun. Uh, come back next week when we we power rank our top three Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. I, I already know. What the get, fir- I already know what number one one's going to be. It's probably going to be. It's a wonderful life. It's right? a wonderful so, life. Yeah. Directed by a guy who went to community college to get his film degree. Uh, thanks for hanging out, guys. <laughs> until next week. Just keep listening. Cue the Drake.